have dessert. 32 Below Froyo and More is located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. They have frozen yogurt, endless toppings. They got endless mimosas on the weekend. They got beer. They got adult floats. They have a little bit of everything. They even have paninis and some fresh salads. So make sure you go check them out. Give them a great Yelp review. They're amazing. They're doing some really cool things here in North Idaho. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right, good morning. I have Jessica Ball with me. First, I have to say congratulations, top 30 under 40 um, for 2021 in this wonderful year. So there was just a virtual event, which was really great. Your interview was fantastic. So congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to you as well. Thank you. I know I'm going to try to get through and try to interview most everybody because I was listening to these interviews. I'm like, gosh, these are all so great people um, that we have in Kootenai County. So yeah, it was fun for oh. sure for everything. What did you, did you do anything fun for it since we weren't meeting in person? Just hung at home and enjoyed the watch box that they provided for us. So yeah, it was really cool. I was like, there's champagne, there's whiskey, there was like food. I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. So you are um, local here in Coeur d'Alene and uh, we just talked about she's buying a house. She's been crazy busy um, and also works for Thrivent and does some really gives back to the community in so many different ways, is a passion for the community and most one of the most humble people I think I know too. Um, you would know all the great things you do because you definitely are like, very humble about it. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you're up to right now and kind of about your career. So I'm involved in quite a few different things, but what really got me started was my mother was very involved with um, different organizations growing up. And so every weekend she was dragging me to whether it was a women's council thing or board of realtor, whatever it was, there was always something and she was always taking me to it. So I just grew up with that. That was the Festival of Trees, homeowners, like anything that she could get me to. And I think it was also because it was free babysitting and to get me involved, but I was just doing it. And I just thought that that was what you were supposed to do. And then growing, getting older, wanting to stay local as I could, because I, I moved here when I was one and a half. So I've lived in North Idaho my entire life. And I absolutely love it between all the amazing things that you get to do here just from being outdoors, but also it's one of those, it's a small town, but it's also not too small. I think we're just the right size where it's not too crazy here. Uh, but went to school and found that I really wanted to be back here and got involved with a few different things here and there and realized that my passion was really giving back to the community, but also working with people to try to help them achieve their goals. And that's really how I got into financial advising. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so you're sitting out there inspiring other people. You're doing some really great things. What inspires you to be your best self? I would say the people around me. I realize that I can't achieve anything without the assistance of somebody else. You cannot do anything by yourself anymore. I, I know there are people that are self-made completely. They do everything on their own. I am not one of those people. I lean on the people that I have on my job, um, my friends, anybody that's in different groups that I'm a part of. I really 
work with them to make sure that I can be achieving what I want, but more than anything, they're achieving what their goals are. Because I'm, I'm a big believer in, um, what is it, rising, and now I'm totally spacing on the verbiage for it, but for, what is it, rising seas, raise all ships, of if everybody around you is succeeding, then you are going to in turn succeed because there, there's, no, there's no way not to succeed at that point. Oh, I agree. And I think that's one of the best things about in this area is the partnerships that you receive. And we do live in that small community where everyone's just like, it really takes a village, um, kind of the same thing. It just takes a village to raise a person or, you know, build around that business. And so, you, and then we start using our connections and networking and it's just, it's amazing. Yes. So since you're a local girl, um, what is your favorite go-to restaurant in the Coeur d'Alene area? Ooh, I am a total sucker for a really good cheeseburger. So, and I also work downtown. So um, Hudson's is one of my favorite places to go eat, mostly because working downtown, you can call ahead if you did not know this and pre-put in your order, walk in, pay, they give you the bag and you're gone versus having to wait in line. People get mad at me all the time because I just walk in, pay, get my food and walk out. They're like, you're allowed to do that. Like, yes, yes, you are. As I do love sitting at the counter and eating pie, but you don't always have time to do that. So especially in the summer, if you're working downtown, you, you don't have time to wait in line. That's yeah. like the line outside the, the store. That is great. I, I've been craving a cheeseburger, but I've been wanting like a big, thick one um, with like all the fixings and stuff. Is Do you have any other places that you like to go for cheeseburgers? Um, Hudson's is my favorite. And then the other thing is just trying to do sushi downtown as well, just cause working downtown, I'm trying to find anything that I can walk to quickly and also just trying to support any of our local restaurants. Yes. Um, there's a few different sushi places downtown that I just, I hit at least once a week. Cause my Friday's lunches are my sushi lunches. Oh, I love that Friday sushi. Do you do it by yourself or do you make someone go with you? Um, it's 50, 50 with COVID. Unfortunately, I've had to do it by myself most of the time, but for trying to get either meetings with clients for it or my coworkers, just trying to make sure that I'm able to get out of the office at least once a week. Yes. So, um, obviously you're doing some financial planning, you you do community stuff. Um, and a lot of that brings different like stages in your life and failures and successes. Is there something along the way, like as your career or in the community, some, a life lesson you've learned the hard way? Asking for help. That when I first started um, working at Thrivent, I thought I could do it on my own. I really thought that, no, this is, this is my thing. I'm going to do it my way because I know what works best for me. And within about six months, I realized that that was not going to work in this career. It didn't, it wasn't going to work like it did before for my last job. I needed help. And so then I really threw out a lifeline um, to my coworkers along with my boss and just said, I thought I could do it my way. Turns out things that I did my way did work. My networking, um, the groups that I became a part of and the community involvement were huge, but not everything was turning around the way I wanted it to. So I really had to reach out and ask for help and realize that I wasn't being criticized for not succeeding the way I wanted to. I was merely being shown, hey, you know what? Sometimes this way doesn't work. And I was given the opportunity to see how it could work in a different way. And I just utilized my coworkers, my boss and my friends for really supporting me through that to see that 
I could still succeed in this. It just would have to be in a slightly different way than what I'd originally thought. And asking for help was very hard because I, I'm like, I'm a young independent woman. I can do this. But I realized that I needed the assistance and I needed to be okay asking for it. Even if I told myself I wasn't going to do that, I had to ask for help. And I would say that would be the biggest thing is sometimes you just, you need to step out of your comfort zone and be vulnerable and say, I need help. Yeah. And I think that's with um, anything uh, like running a, a fundraiser or something like that. And you're like, oh, I got this but then you're drowning and then all these tasks don't get done. So it's like, and people are ready to help, ready to like help you. And so I think it's just like, you feel like, okay, can you do this for me? And the people are like, yes, please. And so like asking for help in work, in community and like even in personal life. Mm -hmm. So when someone says, I like, you're like, oh, do you need help with, you know, you, you're going through a rough time or a family member passes and you're like, can I do something? And someone really would love for you to say, yes, could you do this for me? I think mm -hmm. it's, um, it's both ways there. Yeah. So is there one thing you wish that you would have known before starting your career? I think that it takes time. I know some people are successful just right out of the gate and that is amazing. But a lot of the times it takes time to build. It takes those failures before you hit that success. And I think a lot of people don't realize, especially when we're young professionals of when we're getting into our first major careers, it's not overnight. You have to take time. You have to build the, whether it's the reputation or the relationships that are going to get you to the point where you feel that you can be successful. And I think I had a skewed representation again for thinking I could do it all on my own, that it would just come not, it would just come easy. All of a sudden it'd be, oh, I'm very successful. This is great. I'm doing all these amazing things, but it took time. It wasn't overnight. I didn't just say, oh my gosh, I want to become a president of a group or be more involved in my community. It took time to build that up to figure out where I fit in. Oh, so, so true. Um, the patience that comes with it, especially we're just like, we all, that's the worst part about this time is like, we get everything. We want that quickness and not, and knowing that it takes some time, especially I think the generation below us, it's like, they get those emails fast, they get the social media fast, they get everything quick. And so they're like, no, 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 all of this actually takes time and you, you can't just jump into this career. If, uh, if you were given a billboard in Coeur d'Alene or anywhere in the North Idaho area and you could put anything on it, it could say or have anything on it, what would it say? Life short, eat more chocolate. Mm. <laughs> or eat cake, I guess, a dessert idea in there. I'm, I love chocolate. I have a problem. <laughs> Although some people might not think it's a problem. Uh, a problem. <laughs> but I've noticed that it's those, sometimes it's those little things where you just need to take a step back and like, Hey, it's fine. If, if you go ahead, eat the cake, go ahead, have the chocolate, you know, just enjoy that extra piece of sushi that's on your plate. Cause it's those little things in life that can bring you just those small amounts of joy. And sometimes that's what you need. And like I joke about, like I, if I had a nonprofit, I would make sure make it so everybody could have a piece of chocolate. I know people are allergic to chocolate, but for everybody that's not allergic to chocolate, being able to give them something, because I think it's just, it's those little small joys in life that I think we take for granted, especially in the fast paced world that we live in today. We want everything right away, but sometimes we need to take that step back to really enjoy what it is that we have. And it's really hard to like be running and eating a piece of chocolate. You really have to slow down and take your time. Otherwise you'll choke on it. 
So I think that just that kind of little thing would just take the time, sit back and enjoy is really important. I love that. I actually, that makes me think of something. Cause there was, I was in a job interview, like a phone job interview it was a long time ago for a, a job in like Tennessee or something. Anyways, I'm on the phone and the lady's like, what is your weakness? And I was like, she's like, what would be one of your biggest weaknesses? And I was like, oh, chocolate. And she was like laughing so hard. Cause I was like, oh, you mean professionally? <laughs> it's my weakness too. It's, yeah, it's a- I love it. I love it. So is there something along the way that you really have failed at, um, that you kind of sticks out in your brain, but you kind of learned the most about yourself or you, you, you know, what, who you are? Um, I think it goes along again with the asking for help and really trying to utilize the people that are around you in any way, shape or form. Trying to be a one man band is very difficult and it, I am one of those people that I sometimes am a perfectionist and the idea of just completing something isn't good enough for me. I want to put forth as the best I can, even if it's not perfect, I want to feel that I did the best that I could in that process and just throwing something together quickly, even though it sometimes has to happen, I really want to make sure that it is the best product that I could do, even if it is a very short period of time to do it, but reaching out to other people, I've been blessed to be a part of um, Rotary, Lady Delane's, Toastmasters, and a few other groups where I have a amazing tribe of people that are around me that will give the shirt off their back if they, if I needed it. And being able to ask them and reach out to them and get help or reach out and give them help whenever they need it. Cause you should never be above that or below it. You should be right there with everybody around you because again, they're they're all going through the same struggles or, and you don't, or you don't even know what their struggles are, but for really talking with the people that are around you and utilizing them in any way, shape or form that you can, because you might suck at drafting up a letter for asking people to donate money to your organization, but somebody else has taken grant writing classes and they know exactly what they need to do. And it just takes asking and reaching out to them. And next thing you know, you have an expert who's been standing there next to you the entire time and you had no idea. And that is a special talent, my friend. If someone can write a grant or write letters, they need to be on my team. (laughs) That's a struggle with nonprofit work is like, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, everybody does everything. Um, You know, we, you know, you kind of have to with budgets and things like that, but it's, it's tough. But like you said, if you have that person right next, you just need to ask them. Mm-hmm. I love that. So um, what outside of giving back do you enjoy doing? So I, and I, I do this as I look over because it's sitting over there. So besides, I mean, I love giving back, but I also like having fun. And I really like when I can combine those two things. So and. I talked about it in our, the Elevate interview, but of uh, JB the gorilla and my use of a gorilla suit for giving back. But it's kind of one of those things of my friends' marathons and I go out in that costume with the giant sign that says I'm eight for you just to keep her going to make sure that she's able to finish a marathon because I'm not running a marathon anytime soon. So I'm proud of her. So I will do whatever I can to make sure that she does it along with anybody else who sees me. If I can bring them a little bit of joy, 
um, and get them past whatever point that is of, oh my gosh, I just saw a gorilla dancing on the side of the road. Okay, well, I can run a marathon. I got this. Um, <laughs> but so there's that, that I really enjoy. It's, it's one of those stupid things that I got, that I've had for years. And I just enjoy being able to bring, again, little pieces of joy into people's lives that if I can get somebody to laugh during a hard time in their life, then I did my job. Preferably not scaring anybody that's afraid of gorillas, but making people just laugh or think it's funny or whatever it is. Um, I also like getting out, um, traveling as much as I can this year totally sucked for that. But hanging out um, with my fiance, we've been planning a wedding this last year, which has been so fun during a pandemic. Oh boy. And our dog taking her anywhere. She's our little child, which is amazing. And crafting, I've gotten to the point where I've become kind of an old lady for crafting and making everything for my friends, especially because of COVID, I had nothing better to do. Um, So I've become kind of that old lady with my little crafting corner over here. My mom is the same way. She loves her. My mom's young, so I don't want to put it, but she is like, I always say, I'm like, how old are you? She's got like all little craft stuff and she's got Mm -hmm. buttons and she's got yarn and she's got everything. It's amazing. Um, I love that you keep looking over the ape soup. Like it's like watching you. You're like, Hey, (laughs) it's always there just for whenever I need it. And it's just, it's those random things. We're like, Hey, we need the bike ride for the Kootenai gun. Okay. And it's always so long to say, but the guns and hoses bike ride. (laughs) And it was just like, Oh, Hey, we need to raise money. Cool. Well, people will totally sponsor me. If I tell them I'm going to do it in a gorilla suit for an hour. Yep. If I'm just there, oh, well, you're just going to ride a bike for an hour. That's not hard. Being in a gorilla suit the entire time is actually quite difficult. I burn so many more calories. I was like, it's probably like a sauna in there. It's a little warm, especially when I add in other costumes, whether it's a prom dress or coconut bras, whatever it is that goes along with it as well. If anybody's watching and you wonder who the ape is around town, now you know. (laughs) Yeah, I, I... Thankfully, this isn't Disneyland, so, you know, they won't fire me for now. Everybody knows that it's actually me. Yeah, you assumed it was with a girl just due to apparently I'm a little more feminine when I'm in it. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> truth is out. JB the gorilla is Jessica Ball, which also <laughs> they kind of put two and two together. They probably would have figured it out sooner. I love it. I love it. I wish you would have done your interview in it. I... Uh, have the cat fully out of the bag yeah I love it I love it yeah because not everybody watches this or watches or the the top 30 under 40 but I was like oh man if she would have rolled in at top 30 under 40 and just like what's up (laughs) maybe the gorilla actually won the award I had nothing to do with it oh my gosh I love that so this was a question they actually asked at top uh the top 30 under 40 I think they probably asked you they asked me but I thought it was great. What is your personal mission statement? Mm, they did not ask me that one when I did mine. Um, I was really bummed they didn't put mine in there because it was, you know, one of those ones I'm like, oh, that was a good answer. And then I was like, oh, they didn't put it in there. Dang it. <laughs> I knew they were going to do my gorilla and chocolate because they're just like, those are very unique. Nobody's mentioned those before. Yep. Um, my personal mission statement which is, I've totally gone through and done this workshop with somebody before for determining what that is. And I'm probably stealing somebody's somewhere, but the idea of 
I succeed based off of the other with based off of everyone around me succeeding. So the idea of if I can elevate somebody next to me, I will in turn elevate myself and being able to really assisting others and getting people to where they need to be will get me to where I need to be. Because if you take care of the people around you, you will be taken care of. And I full heartedly believe that everything is going to work out, especially if you put your best foot forward. I love that. That's so perfect too. I think something all of us need to live by for sure. So um, another question is, um, you know, you probably have been in different roles through your career and figuring out what you're doing and in community groups and everything that you do. What is your ideal, um, you know, like leader or boss or manager, someone above you um, directing you? What is your ideal leader? So I've, I've had a few bosses. I've got to be my own boss and I've seen the differences of things that people do that I like versus don't like. And I think my biggest thing, and I'm stealing this from Toastmasters is when it comes to evaluations, I want feedback. If I am doing something wrong, I want somebody to hold me accountable and tell me what it is I'm doing. But I also would like somebody to be able to tell me what I could do to improve it or fix it. And I think sometimes with bosses or managers, they're so big on you're doing this wrong, but they aren't able to actually step into that role to assist somebody and tell them how to fix it or what they could do to improve it. And I've had bosses here recently that are very big on the, okay, well, you said this didn't work. So let's go back to the drawing board and let's figure out a plan of how can we make this work? And I think having quality evaluations, and I know it's, I feel like it's getting less and less, like you don't come into your boss for a six month review to say, all right, how have you been doing this last six months? It's, it's, it seems like it's just something that doesn't happen anymore. But I do a lot of check-ins with um, my boss and my coworkers to say, all right, where are we at? You know, hey, you know, I don't think I'm doing that great at this. What do you guys think? Do you think we could do it? How can we improve this? And having those conversations and that feedback, I think is super important. And I, I think I learned it mostly from Toastmasters because that's one of our big things is giving speeches and talking in front of people is huge, but actually receiving feedback on how well you did and how you could improve is major because you can do the same thing over and over again. I think it's great. And they're like, eh, you know, I think we could do it this way. And I think your message would come across better. And it just completely blows your mind that you had no idea because nobody had mentioned it to you before because nobody wanted to step up and give you that advice. Oh, that's so true. And I am the same way, like feedback, but with like a plan behind you, like, yeah, you're not doing these correctly. Okay. Have a, you know, but you're doing all these other things. Great. See you later. You're like, no, all I can think about is the negative ones. So tell me how I can improve or give me like goals or some kind of like outline. And I'm the same exact way. I don't, you don't get better if you just, you know, keep doing it the same way. Edison, I mean, you, he learned how to make a light bulb incorrectly. How many different times before he figured out correct? And I think that's the same way for us in life, whether it's work or personal. Yeah, it's so true. So um, do you have any major goals for 2021 or in the next couple of years, whether it's professionally or personally? Well, when I'm getting married and hopefully that not getting pushed out further is one of my huge goals for 2021. Um, getting this house taken care of is another one, um, which were, I wasn't expecting to buy a house all up until two weeks ago when everything started coming forward. Yeah. Um, but professionally, I just want to keep 
being able to grow and work with people and assist them. It's been a really crazy world. And I really love the opportunity to educate people and just make sure that they know what they're doing or how their money is working for them. Because unfortunately, uh, anything regarding people's money or investing, nobody wants to talk about it. It's like, we can't talk about money right now. It's a crazy uh, world, but being able to educate people and really have those those open conversations. Um, personally, I'd say just being able to get out there and if I can help one person, that's really my goal, whether it's professionally or personally for them, or if I can, you know, make somebody happy by bringing them some chocolate or wine, I'm also good for that. But really just wanting to get out there and like, I love the idea of getting recognized for an award, but there's amazing people around our community that are doing amazing things that nobody even knows about. And so educating myself on the things that are happening in our community, the organizations that we have, and just being able to either be a representative for them or just be able to tell somebody about that. Um, but really trying to make sure our community continues to grow in the right way and helping people along the way. Yeah. I'm the same way as you. I like, even like with the top 30, I like listening to some of these people. I'm like, you're doing what? Uh, what? Like that more guys's category whatsoever. I haven't built anything cool. I just dance in a gorilla suit. <laughs> right. Like, you're like, cool. Yeah. I mean, like that Morgan Dixon, I um, interviewed him for the podcast one, um, one day. And cause I had saw who he was and I was like, he's 19. He's already started two companies. He does a nonprofit. He's helping people build their own companies. I'm like, this kid is how old? And he's so like, so sweet. And I was like, this is freaking amazing. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. It's just, it's pretty amazing to see what's happening in our little community. So like we said, um, COVID's, it's COVID, it's the pandemic, it's elections, it's whatever you want to say. It's just crazy. Um, do you have a piece of advice um, that you would give someone listening right now as they kind of navigate through this, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, financially? Uh, do you have a piece of advice for someone listening right now? I'd say take a step back for a second and really look where you're at. This has been a crazy year. I didn't think that I was going to actually be able to get married this year with everything, buy a house or anything. And now looking at it of being like, you know what? I'm in an amazing situation. I have amazing people around me and don't discount that. Really take in, if you have those relationships of that person that if, hey, you know what? I'm having a bad day. I can call on this person and I know they're gonna be there. And I have those people, thank God in my life. I don't know what I would do without them half of the time. But taking that step back to realize all the amazing things that you actually have going on, whether it's a little win of, you know what, I've done really well at my job, or I have an amazing relationship with my significant other or my kids or whatever it is, you have great things happening around you. Sometimes they're really hard to see and they're hard to point out. I mean, I know people that do gratitude journals. I suck at them mostly because I can think of, oh my God, this is great. But then I forget about it 10 minutes later. But really taking that moment to, you know, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I have an amazing fiance, my dog has not destroyed anything today or any of my shoes in the last month. I don't hate my coworkers, I actually think they're amazing, they're like a second family to me. But really taking into consideration those little things, because those little wins turn into huge wins over time. And it's hard 
everybody knows it is. This is the craziest time I would say to be alive right now, but we know we're going to get through it and there's amazing things going on and you just have to take a step back and really take a breath, eat a piece of chocolate and realize that everything's going to be okay. And you know, it's all going to work out because you have either the people around you or the things that are working out for you. And it's, we're, we're going to get through the rest. I thought getting through 2020 was going to be the goal. Now it's getting through 2021. Yeah. It's the, it's like the repairing. I feel like this is like the damage control. It's like <laughs> things are just like still crazy. Everyone's like, Oh, 20, 2021. It's the new year, new me, new this. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. We're still 2020 kids. It's just a yeah. different number. <laughs> All right. So if someone wants to reach out to you, whether it's professionally or maybe community wise or whatever it is, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So I'm fairly active on Facebook. I've got a few different Instagrams. JB the gorilla is one of them. If you guys want to check that out, JB the gorilla. Uh, but I'm also email Facebook. I honestly, Facebook is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, I am a part of different organizations. I'm uh, the incoming Rotary president for Coeur d'Alene um, Evening Rotary, um, on the board for Lady Delanes, KCYP member, have not gotten on the board yet. I've missed all of those meetings. I have not been nominated. Been planning that one out so far fairly well. Um, and then Toastmasters as well. But getting involved in the community is huge and it's whatever floats your boat. I got involved with Toastmasters because I sucked at public speaking. This would have scared the living bejeebies out of me to actually have a recorded conversation with somebody. Because, oh my gosh, what a, it's like Ricky Bobby, what do you do with your hands? Kind of what I do? <laughs> but I learned and I had a great opportunity to realize that I just needed, I needed help with those skills. And I got leadership skills from Rotary and from Lady Delane's. But all in all, just find me on Facebook. I'm easy. Oh, I say I'm easy to find. There's a lot of Jessica balls. Actually, I found I'm, I have a very common name. It'll be not so common at the end of the year, thankfully. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to me or has questions about either the organizations or, you know, needs a gorilla for hire, I'm, I'm available. I love it. Last question is how can we support you right now? Um, I don't have any events going on right now because of COVID. Um, but if anybody has, I mean, the professional side of my business is I'm a financial advisor. I mostly like to help young, young individuals, whether you're a young family, young professional, just be able to answer questions regarding finances. It's a crazy world out there. And the biggest thing is education. If somebody has questions like the amount of people I describe, the difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA and how people don't know the difference, it's okay if you don't know the difference, but the thing is finding somebody that you can trust and can explain that to you and educate you so you can make a smart financial decision before you go and invest. I mean, we just had a crazy day on Wall Street just with regards to everything. Um, and then regarding personally, if anybody also needs chocolate, wine, I'm down for dog walks or dog dates. My dog really needs more friends. She's an only child. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, my biggest thing is I want to be able to support other people. And I know that in turn, some, it'll come back in some way, shape or form to me, even if it is only a piece of chocolate that I receive, I'm okay with that. Oh my gosh. I hope everyone listening goes and just like drops chocolate off at your office nonstop. 
<laughs> the girl that loves chocolate. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This was awesome. Uh, good luck in everything. I'm excited to see the gorilla suit even more now, um, just knowing that's who it is. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.